Welcome to The Culture Recipe, two friends navigating our way through cultural differences. Join us as we discuss all things life, lessons, and everything in between. We had such good conversation that we just couldn't break it down into one episode. So welcome back and we hope you enjoy it. I just find the coming out thing so interesting. Again, this is probably a very naive way. Why naive? I don't know. Because I think like, I don't know. I just feel like in this day and age, the fact that we still have to do that is just... Is that a rule? It's not a rule. Honestly, I think it is just the way you are conditioned and brought up. I think if you come from a super loving family where you're taught love is love and it's not a thing. Mm. I think you don't even have to have that conversation. I think you grow up, you know, and I see a lot of the Gen Zers, like they are super confident within themselves. They know who they identify as. There's no second guessing. And yeah, it's a different level of confidence. So it's a different generation that's coming up. I admire it. I love it. I think obviously there's still a long way to go, Mm. but I think definitely it is. It is the way you're brought up. It's the way you're conditioned that would be a result of the coming out, Mm. you know, story. Mm. And I think everybody has a different story. I think, you know, there's coming out and, you know, your family accepting it. There's cultural bias that's, you know, uh, a big part of it. And, you know, there's coming out. You know, I know a lot of people of Middle Eastern descent and, you know, for me, they've said very clearly that they won't come out until their parents pass or they won't come out ever and they will live their lives in the shadows. You know, there's that. There's people that run away from home and they choose to live their own separate lives and, and solo lives having never come out. So there's so many different ways and shapes and sizes and just so different. And I just really feel for those people that have to live their lives in the shadows. I just could never imagine living my life that way. And I just, as, as long as I knew never, I knew that I never wanted to live my life like that. Yeah. Ever. Did you have your own coming out journey or was it just something that was known? Uh, no, look, I mean, for me, my gay life was, to be honest, it was really great because, and I say that because I was really lucky to have a cousin that's also gay and we grew up together and I was really lucky because I learned a lot from him. I found my footing with him. I really found a sense of self with him And I remember often thinking, and even, you know, nowadays I think to myself, if I didn't have that, what would my life have been doing it on my own? And how would my coming out have been? Um, So, you know, there was that. I kind of knew growing up who would be easier to have the conversation with than others. So, you know, the very first person that I ever told was my auntie on my mum's side and I mean that was like the start and I remember thinking you know this will determine the rest of my coming out journey wow. okay and she was totally fine with it yeah. 
And I'll never forget that. Like that to me, like, I don't know. I mean, she might not think that, but, but to me it was like a big moment Yeah. because it just really solidified things that I'd felt. And I think it was like a mirror yeah. up that, yeah. you know, this is it. It's real. It's happening. This is the start of my life. Yeah. And then I think it was just a flow and effect from there. Mum came next. I then started to get into relationships. I told my siblings. I then was getting older and formulating my own friendships and it was a very different life and I was mixing with gay people and it was just very different. So that was up until, I don't know, let's say my like mid twenties. So up until that point, dad didn't know know. from me, you know? And then I think the catalyst to dad knowing was I was in, which, you know, I was in a relationship And it's so funny. I don't know why, but I always find with me when I'm in a relationship, I'm more, maybe not now, but I was more confident being openly gay than if I was single. So I always had this like bout of confidence, maybe because it was like, I'm with someone, they've got me. If anything happens, we've got each other sort of thing, because that's how I remember telling my mum. I was in my first relationship and that's when I told my mum that I was gay. And the same thing with dad. So the last relationship had ended and that was the relationship that I say changed me a lot as a person. And I remember being at my parents' house and I was like, just in this headspace where I was like, what am I doing with my life? Where am I going? Why do I have these inhibitions where I'm just like, so afraid to just be who I am to certain people. And I remember just like, Honestly, this like gust of energy came in me. And I remember I was outside and dad was there and I just told him. And at the time, my grandfather had recently passed and I I felt that his spirit was in me. And I I don't know if you've ever had this feeling in life where something just tells you to go. Yeah. Like in you and you just do it. Yeah. That's what I felt. This like gust of wind. Go. Yeah. And I did it. It was a whole five minute thing, right? So imagine me from then up until 27, 28 in my head thinking this is going to go a certain way with dad. This is how it's going to be. I've got to mentally prepare myself for it, right? I then tell dad it's five minutes and we're over. It's done. As in we moved on. The weight was lifted And I tell you, I felt like such a different person after it had happened. My My dad from that day forward had become so much closer with me that it's like the universe had shifted. I then moved out. I lived by myself. I live by myself now still. And it's just like everything changed from there. And all those things that you think and feel when you're younger, just go out the door, honestly. Yeah, so that's that's my journey up until now. What a moment. What a moment. What it a was. Moment. It was. And I think for, I remember my mum just crying, but I think for her it was like finally, mm. just finally, yeah. like something she'd known about for so long, it's out. Yeah. Like we don't have to hide this secret anymore. Like you can live your life. Yeah. But I remember the downside to this. Oh, the downside. I remember the first thing. My dad, because I remember making a comment to dad and I said to him, so tell me like, 
what what's the issue? Yeah, like, what's the issue? What, what is it? And he said to me, it's not about what I think and feel. It's about how I was raised. And I think Ooh. then I immediately knew I was never going to change my dad's stance. No. He doesn't know any different. We He knows. And I think it's enough for him to know. And that's it. I don't need to shove it down his throat, nor would I. I'm just not that type of person. I don't need to <laughs> shove it down his throat. I don't need to force feed anything to him that he doesn't subscribe to. And that's it. That's... Yeah. I mean, that's maturity. For um, sure. I I think when I was in my mid to late 20s, I wasn't like that. I was very like, everyone has to be on my... Has to agree with my opinion. Yeah. I think that's a cultural thing too. Like, and I'm back to stereotypes. This is a very Korean <laughs> stereotype is when you listen to, I think our gen's a little bit different, but our parents' generation, a lot of the arguments are based on different opinions and mm-hmm. whose is right. Mm-hmm. But to your point, if someone's raised a certain way and they have an opinion based on that opinion, uh, that, that background, you can't change them. And it's how they're conditioned to think. But I remember, I actually called you after this. Oh, I yeah. Remember. I think I remember this. Um, and it was a, a person of a public figure had made a comment about being gay and based on religion. And I was saying it's not right as a person who is a public figure being widely respected to, to say that. And my friend said, well, just let them say it. And I was like, oh, I still think it's wrong. Like, and plus they had signed a contract to say that they wouldn't do it. And to my friend's point, they were saying, well, it's like kind of saying if I was walking past a person and that person called me fat, it's my role whether I'm offended or not. I was like, but it's also that person's responsibility not to call you fat or <laughs> call you certain slurs. But to them, it was like, People have the right to say anything at you. It's how you want to feel about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I kind of get what you're saying, but this situation I feel is a little different. Anyway, we went back and forth and back and forth. And I was just like, come to a point where I was like, I cannot agree with this person. And this person will not agree with me. And it was how we were raised and how we were conditioned. And I called you and I actually, I think I called you or messaged you or something. And I was just like crying because I was so angry. I was like, how... Am I friends with this person? How can they not agree with this? How can you bring religion into a social issue? And it was just all these things. And you said the exact same thing, like it's their opinion and how they were oh, raised. for sure. You, you can't and change I think it. then you just have to know that like, as much as you want someone to see your perspective, you're just never going to get that. And I think then you just have to reside to the fact that, you know, people are who they are. And, you know, if you spend your time constantly worrying or feeling a certain way because someone said or done something that you didn't inherently feel good about, you're forever going to be unhappy. So I think, you know, using your friend as the example in this situation, you know, it's up to you how you react in that situation. Agree, like, no, it shouldn't be said. Sure. But... The reality is we live in a world where everyone has a freedom of speech. Yeah. Everyone has the right to do and think and feel whatever they want. And I think, you know, the, the result of that is you just kind of have to deal with it. So I think then 
it's a thing where it's just like you have to in your own way mm. feel good about how you are mm. in yourself and then how you kind of mm. react to totally the situation yeah you know? totally and i think that puts responsibility on me and i don't know about you is uh, the way I was brought up as well, I have a lot of stereotypes in my head and yeah. I have a lot of opinions based not on fact. And I catch myself doing it. So I was like, hope, I was wondering if you had those moments too, because I would be like, oh, like an easy one for me is, I mean, it doesn't help that I fit that stereotype, <laughs> but I'm Asian and I actually love numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I know I'm not a very good driver. Like I do it because I need to, but I wouldn't say I'm the best at it. So I remember I, was, I said that and they were like, oh, you, you're, you're the Asian stereotype. And I was like, no, I just happen to be Asian and good at one thing and bad at the other. Yeah, but it's sure. people fit me in those boxes. And I think there's a lot with the gay community where there's that stereotype. and Yeah, exactly. I think like we said, I think you just got to have to be... You just have to be confident enough within yourself to know who you are yeah. and not feed into that and not feed into the stereotype that's out there. Yeah. Do you call it out? Do you, like if someone says something, do you like call it out or I don't know. Uh, if I feel strongly about it enough, I do. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, you know, from a work standpoint, I'll give you an example. I remember, I think it was last year or maybe the year before mm-hmm. we do, um, like a pride oh, campaign. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And I remember there being another gay guy in the office who's older than me. Okay. But, you know, I think for him it was very like, I'm the older gay, I know more than you, I uh-huh. am. In his mind it was like, I speak for the gay community sort of thing. Go you ahead. Know, I think that was his stance. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and I naturally, not even a gay thing, I just naturally challenge and I'm quite inquisitive. Yeah. So I remember there was a campaign that was being presented. It was for Mardi Gras. Um, and I remember him making a comment that was like it wasn't gay enough or there was something about it that wasn't gay yeah. in his mind. Okay. And I remember I just blurted out, what is gay? Yeah. I love that. What is gay? Because honestly, <laughs> That's what title. is gay? Is gay in your mind, rainbows and butterflies and <laughs> glitter and Kylie Minogue and is suddenly it? Lady Gaga's dance. Like, is that <laughs> gay? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But yeah. that, that goes back to what I was saying. When there is a perception about what a specific thing is, yeah. what an Italian is, you know, yeah. me. What an Italian is. Yeah. What a gay man is. What is you it? know, I think that's what you're stuck with. Yeah. So how do you break out of that? Yeah. How do you break out of it? How? How? You, how? Like that, that's, <laughs> but that's the question. How do you, I think, but I think the answer and the most logical answer that I can think of is you just live your life mm. and you live in your truth and you yeah. live to your happiness yeah. and what makes you feel happy yeah. and what stereotype you play into. Yeah. That's yeah. what I believe. I like that. You just live your life. Live your life. Well, you know what, Sylvia? I, I mean, I say this for everything. If I lived my life constantly seeking approval from others on how I should do, think, say, walk, talk, mm. I will forever be unhappy. No. You yeah. know, so there has to become a point in life where you do what makes you happy. Mm. And if that pisses off everybody, F them. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I would rather, and I know this is really sappy to say and really angsty, I would rather have no friends and be super happy 
than friends that do nothing for me and bring me down or people around me. It doesn't have to be friends that do nothing for me, bring me down. You don't need that. I don't need that. So yeah, I think you just have to get to that point in life. And I'm all about vibration and I'm all about being on a certain frequency in life. Love that vibration and frequency. Yeah. So for me, it's a very important thing. And for me, inner peace and happiness is very important to me. And when I feel like my happiness is disturbed, it's time to change course. Cut off the dead roots. You cut off the dead roots. Mm. But yeah, that's, I mean, look, uh, sexuality is a very broad, 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 broad topic. Uh, It can delve and pivot in many different avenues. I think for me, and it's not even I think, it's I know that I've got a very strong ally in you. I've mm. got a very strong, like I say, it doesn't even have to be in, in regards to this conversation, a very loyal key yeah. figure yeah. in my life. And I think these conversations are so important to have. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't even have to be sexuality specific. I think, you know, when you're in a position in life where you are learning. Totally. And really trying to understand. Mm. And I'm, I'm always learning so much for you. And it's just one thing I remembered is I think it was like three, four years ago. Mm. I think I was hosting a trivia at at work, I think. Yeah. Um, And it was during pride month and I was like, Oh, I want to do like, you know, um, I think it was like, like legends who are gay or something at all, like something to do with music. So I had like Gaga on the list, da, 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 da. And then you challenged me in a way you're like, oh, I don't think all, like everyone gay just listens to this kind of music. It's just at like some certain like Mardi Gras festivals that they play this. It made me think a little bit like I have put this playlist together as a gay playlist or a pride pl- playlist because one, I said I'm an ally. So I feel like I might be empowered or have the right to do it. But I'm like, no, this is a stereotype. This is not right so i changed it to like another trivia that was a bit more diverse but i was like oh yeah these are the moments where you're like you need to continuously learn from your friends Mm. and get them to fact check you and check everything well and i think it was good in that situation because you knew enough to know to like ask me yeah like i've said in in the course of this conversation like i don't speak for all the gay community (laughs) i speak for myself (laughs) You know, you are an ally, as I said. So I hope I am. You, I, I believe I you are. I hope I'm doing an okay job at it. Yeah. No, I was going to actually ask you, what does ally mean to you? Oh, so that terminology has slightly changed for me. When I was initially challenged with that definition, I was like, oh, I've got to know everything. I've got to know everyone's journey. I've got to know what it means. I've got to know every definition and my personality. I need to know the basics of everything to build a strong foundation and then move on. That's how I work. Mm -hmm. But then someone's like, no, you just have to support. Like you don't need to know everything. You don't have to have answers. You're just here to listen, to represent, be the voice in areas where we're not present. Uh, For example, a room full of straight people and they might say a slur and I say that's not correct Mm -hmm. and I think those are the little things that help me project that voice and be an ally I put a lot of pressure on myself to be more than that but I think 
we're still progressing. So it's not about like me going up and preaching to the choir, preaching to a crowd. It's just like, hey, like maybe don't say that. Mm. Maybe don't say, oh, that's so gay. When you don't mean that it's so gay, you're just saying that you're having a shit day. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Those little things where I'm making an effort, and it's not even in um, the community. It's also like with ability and disability and racial slurs as well. It's like, hey, I learnt this. I used to say this. Mm, Maybe we mm. don't say that because there are so many other words that we can. Well, from me to you, yeah. I thank you. Oh, from me to you, I thank you too. From me to you. Oh. <laughs> but it, it, look, it is, it's good. And I think to have friends in your circle that are in your circle and are advocating for you even when you're not present, I think is, it's, it's an important thing. And I mean, look, much the same for me and you in the realm of a cultural aspect. You know, for me, it's very important for, to educate uh people in my life yeah. uh, that the stereotype, and this is probably a very raw thing. And mm. I, I would love, 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 love to delve into this on another episode with you. But you know, for me, I advocate a lot about the Asian community mm. to a lot of people I have in I my do. life. And you know, it, for me, it's very important to, for people to know that not all Asians are the same. And I, uh, my closest friends are Asian and yeah. the stereotype that you filter out is a very inaccurate stereotype. And I know I feel very strongly about that. Mm. And I, I know when I feel strongly about something because I'm very sure and mm. very I agree. strong about th- what I uh, let you know about that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, much like you advocate for me, I do the exact same for you, but I would not hesitate to do that. Yeah. For me, it's just a thing I would do. It wouldn't even matter what you were mm. just, natural and i thank you for that i'm here for you doll cheers Cheers. and you know what i need a top up and we will get one in a second but for now i think we have exhausted the topic we've covered it we've covered it in rainbows and butterflies (laughs) we've sung our hearts out to their it's content we have and we are done for today So thank you everybody for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a super cathartic episode for me and I loved every bit of it. And if you have any more questions in regards to today's topic or anything else, please hit us up on our Instagram at the culture recipe. And we would love to continue the conversation, but for now, goodbye and enjoy yourselves. Bye. 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 And that was good.